1: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
2: 971 FM Talk Podcast.
0: The Any Fry Show YouTube live chat poll of the day is sponsored by Ruler Foods. Low prices, no coupons. Ruler Foods.
3: That is exactly what I needed to hear. Thank
0: God someone here knows what they're talking about. <laughs> That's
3: a-
1: You need to take the time and get the full picture.
3: Don't
4: get me wrong. I love the ladies. I mean, they read my engine, but they don't belong in the newsroom. It is Anchor Man, not
3: Anchor Lady.
5: This Keep your voice down. Your father's listening to the radio. I'm not married.
0: This is the Annie Fry Show.
5: Welcome back to the Annie Fry Show. Happy Valentine's Day. We are grateful that you're spending a little bit of your afternoon here with us. Uh, My my computer keeps playing. Keep listening to things on my computer. (laughs) I can't hear in my headphones, but Brad keeps staring at me like, "What are are you doing?" I was like, "What is that (laughs) noise?" I'm just doing a show. Leave me alone. Oh, sorry. <laughs> my bad. That is look on
4: your face, Brad, by
2: the way.
5: Yeah. Well, he can go what back again. He's just looking into the camera like... <sighs> yeah, you guys can
2: go on the YouTube stream and see it. <laughs> Judge for yourself.
5: The only person who doesn't know what's happening is me. <laughs> Whoops. It is my fault also. Um, we've been taking some of your uh, dedications today. I hope you have enjoyed those dedications. A few extra ones that we've <laughs> sprinkled in there. Are, are the rest of the dedications that we have throughout the show... Ones from actual listeners or, or any of them?
4: Well, I mean, we only had a couple of our own kind of jokey ones. Most of them have been from, <clears throat> even the funny ones have yeah. been from listeners. Yeah. But the rest of the day is, yeah, it's all listeners. Yep. All right.
5: Um, we've, we've talked a little bit about Valentine's Day as we have led up to it. And our YouTube live chat poll for today is, has your opinion of Valentine's Day evolved over time? I'll get you some of your comments here on the Annie Fry YouTube channel. JB said, I said yes because my wife has been deceased 11 years come March. But I do buy cards and insert cash money to my two granddaughters. Oh, JB, that's nice of you to do that for your granddaughters. I'm sure they appreciate that. Sheepdog said, yes, my wife, Candy, truly my sweetheart. I'm her sweet tart. (laughs) That's so cute. (laughs) Uh, All right. Real question. In your relationship, who's the sweetheart and who's the sweet tart?
4: Oh, I'm the sweetheart for sure. I thought you were going to call yourself a tart. No, no, I'm not a tart. But my wife, she's quite a tart. Uh, so that answers your question. And Brad, your turn.
2: <laughs> I believe I am the tart.
4: <laughs> you are a tart. Yeah.
5: That's not. It's, I'm, just, I'm not really sure what I'm saying we, can,
4: at I'm not point, either. Can,
5: can we say sweet
4: tart? No. Not just tart. <laughs> No, you're, you're a tart. Nope. I, I'm, I'm not going to do
5: this on the air. But just right now, the two of you gentlemen will answer the air, question. You're on the air, just FYI. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying this part is <laughs> pretty okay. off the air. I just want you to Google what I just Googled, which is tart slang. Ooh, Go ahead and Google it. Okay, that.
4: I'm going to get off the Michael Jordan Valentine's My page. husband
5: is definitely the sweetheart of the, of the relationship. We'll just put it to you that way. And now let's think back while you guys are researching Brad's comment about- mm. I I'm might have to- Definitely the tart. I might have to
4: rethink- <laughs> Who's the tart in our relationship? Because I really it's let's let's I, I, be I, let's, honest. Let's okay. Nobody should be the tart in your relationship. <laughs> can I can I Yeah. can I read at least like a version of this? Yeah. Tart is an offensive word for it says a woman, but it probably could be anybody who dresses or that behaves is
2: odd. it kind of has to be a woman. Who
4: dresses no, or behaves in a way that suggests she wants to Have some fun. Be promiscuous with many different people. (laughs) So, in light of that, once Annie answers the question, I will answer the question for my relationship. I said
5: my husband is definitely the sweetheart.
4: And that you're the tart?
5: No, I am absolutely not. But I am the sweet tart. This
4: was an either or. Nobody said. There is no third. You cannot vote RFK.
5: I didn't say that I was a tart. I said I was a sweet tart. That's different.
4: Sweet tart.
5: Yes. Because that's what. Sheepdog said, Okay. You guys were like, I'm totally a tart. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't the tart kind of sound like a funny word now? Yeah. We've we've reached that point. (laughs) Yep. Say it enough. Wavy said, Now that I'm older, I realize it's just a retail holiday where businesses can charge you more, quote, in the name of love. Can you sing that?
4: Yeah. In the
5: name name of love. (laughs) Man, is that Bono?
4: No, it's me. It was me the whole time. It's <laughs> all, all rock mouth. It was all Ryan.
5: <laughs> Any relationship where the focus on love is just one day is doomed. Question regarding what Wavy is saying because I think that that's I've definitely I've definitely felt compelled to diminish the holiday. It's really very similar to Super Bowl where it's like there my relationship with the Super Bowl as you know the quasi holiday of sorts. Valentine's Day that it becomes like it's like you want to make sure the holiday knows its place that it doesn't control you. Do you <laughs> I know, kinda, what I'm saying? yes, I
4: do kind of get that.
5: And I'm over that. I don't know if it's aging, I don't know if it's being a mom of children who just are growing at a such a rapid pace. I am working so hard in my life to not let little things like this get under my skin. Let It's like there is so much exhale and freedom. The corporatist argument about Valentine's Day takes effort and mm-hmm. energy. And it's actually easier to just kind of get lovey-dovey on your kids and be like, Happy Valentine's Day! And kind of let them enjoy it. And instead of like... It, What fun is it to tell my kids Valentine's Day is a corporate holiday to milk money out of sad people? I say that to them every year. I give (laughs) them a hug.
4: No, no, to my kids, I give them a hug, but then I also tell them that, like, hey, this is about love, but it's also about money, and I want you to know that I care about you enough to tell you
5: that. No, (laughs) no, And, and I will add to my statement that the idea that you celebrate love on Valentine's Day doesn't inherently mean that you don't give a crap about it on February 15th. Eh, okay. It really feels to me like the emphasis on squashing Valentine's Day down is like an anti what you were pressured to do when you were 15.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's like punk rock. On either side. And, And I can tell you the answer to your question. You're like, I don't know if it's age or whatever. It's age. It's for sure age, because the older I get, the more I still feel the same way. I just feel so less intensely. So to answer the question of has your opinion changed or evolved over time, I guess it's evolved because I don't. Believe in it with the same passion that I used to.
5: So you used to believe in Valentine's Day with passion.
4: No, I used to d- believe that it was the opposite. That it was the corporate holiday. You're saying, and you I was raging back. against the machine. Yeah, because Zach de la Rocha told me I had to.
5: Also, <laughs> because that one person sent you a Valentine's Day.
4: That might have been associated. <laughs> that
5: didn't, and you told that, that was story. It,
4: that was right in my my uh, coming of age time. Maybe it had something to do with it. Brad,
2: yeah, I I look at this and I. It has to have evolved over time. I was a little, um, I don't know, cynical toward Valentine's Day there for a period in my life because I just did not have luck with the ladies, and it was just an irritant for me. And, um, like, my brother always had a girlfriend, and so they would always be doing, like, whatever. You know, the genuine general high school, like, Valentine's Day, ooh, stuff. Mm -hmm. And it just irritated me. Hay rides, haunted stuff. no. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, like the dinners and the chocolates and all of that other stuff. And like my mom would have to he didn't have his driver's license. So my mom would have to drive them to whatever restaurant they were going to and all this other stuff. And it just bugged me. But as I've gotten older, it's like it's just it's just a holiday. And, and now I've got a, a wife and I had a girlfriend for, you know, what she was when we were dating. And it was just a really good time. And as my relationship is built up, Valentine's Day has become more special because of those things. So my view has definitely evolved over time.
5: I don't like the tribalism behind expending lots of energy around hating things. That at the end, it's like we can't. It's not like you can hate hard enough.
4: I know to solve anything. And there, there's too many problems now. Yeah,
5: I think that's, are real that's the issues. big issue.
4: Is that there are so many bigger fish to fry than being mad about this being a corporate holiday. That I don't know if it's because I've got older or that society has changed, but I'm like, man, if I could care that much about that, then things were pretty good. <laughs> like, <laughs> like Things have gotten worse to where now you got to worry about making sure your kids aren't being like, y- you know, preached the wrong things in school and stuff that you never would have thought of when you, you were going to school in the 80s and 90s. Um, Breaking news?
5: Yeah. There's some breaking news right now and uh, it's different than what we were talking about before I assume. But there are reports of shots fired near the Chiefs Super Bowl parade in Kansas City, Missouri right now. And uh that you know let's let's listen. Let's just pull it up and listen into the reports that are taking place live right now. Expected
6: to be a very joyous occasion. It's a beautiful day in Uh, Kansas City, Missouri, as they celebrate this huge second consecutive Super Bowl win by the Kansas City Chiefs over the San Francisco 49ers. We're looking right now at an ambulance vehicle that's being directed by police on the scene to move through this area. Um, But obviously a lot of tension in Kansas City at this hour, 317 Eastern time, 217 Kansas City time, Jeff.
7: Yeah, and um, just had a a couple notes handed to me. You know, shots were fired west of Union Station near the garage. Multiple people were struck. Now, it's of note uh, that the shots were fired west of the Union Station because this is where that rally was taking place. And as you mentioned, uh, people were starting to kind of wrap it up. And, you know, you really don't know why the timing of this all happened. Right when things were sort of wrapping up, we'd seen, you know, speeches from high-profile athletes like Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey. Um, and then shortly after the team, you know, kind of got up there and uh, gave out their sort of feelings about the season, that's when we learned about these shots being fired. According to uh, the information we're learning that the police, uh, Kansas City police saying that they took two armed people into custody, uh, but this is obviously uh, a, an ongoing investigation. It doesn't necessarily mean they were involved. People uh, can have, uh, can have firearms. So we're, we're working to get some more information on this.
6: Jeff, thank you very much. I'm told that we have a local Fox affiliate reporter on the ground near this scene. Tell me who who we have here
8: as I mentioned, running, sprinting out of Union Station. And if my photographer will pan over here, you can see an ambulance has arrived. Now, people were told to shelter in place Union Station shortly after we heard a second fired shot. And then also a person with the Kansas Sports Commission, they then told me that um, they said that Kansas City police said that they confirmed there was no active shooting at this time. But I am told that We are now being told to exit this area so that they can then treat people um, with first aid. So we are going to, of course, bring you the latest information, try to give you an update as soon as we get more information. But this is obviously an active scene, but um, we are okay. And um, yes, definitely a scary moment for a lot of people. And um, we'll send it back to you as we learn more.
6: Okay, uh, local local Fox News reporting on the ground there from the local affiliate we thank them very much for contributing to our coverage here as we see people sort of uh, milling around this union station area Jeff Paul is still with me and the reports that shots were fired we have heard some reports of people being attended to as well no information yet on the severity of the injuries of those who were shot or the circumstances around which all of this broke out um Jeff, as you were saying, it, I mean, it, it's you know, in terms of the the gun laws and the ability to carry in in Kansas City, um, that is legal, correct?
7: I mean, I, I mean, I think it, depending on the the local laws there, yeah, if you have a concealed carry permit, you you should be able to have a, a firearm. But um, the fact that they did take two people into custody is of note as they continue this investigation. But you got to imagine, I mean. If you saw the shots of this parade and if you saw the shots, the, the, you know, the video shots of uh, this rally, I mean, thousands and thousands, tens of thousands, sea of people out there. And then to have this happen, to have shots being fired, uh, I can't underscore just how chaotic a scene like that would be, uh, not only for the people attending, but for the law enforcement there trying to keep everybody safe, trying to figure out where those shots came from, who fired them, who's injured, who needs help uh are there st- is there still a threat out there is there or is there a threat to the community i mean these people have to go somewhere they're trying to get out of there if you've been to this area it's a it's a beautiful area this city loves this team and just a really uh i i would think if you're a fan of this of this team just an awful day an awful way to end the season which ended on the best possible way of winning the super bowl
6: yeah we um have some video of this parade you know the joyous moments prior to all of this breaking out, these are always huge moments for the city, the state, who is welcoming home their heroes from the Super Bowl, and it's a gorgeous day in Kansas City, Missouri. As I said, uh, consecutive wins for the Kansas City Chiefs as they hope to make it three in a row, which would be unprecedented. Uh, for the NFL, and you see all the jubilation on the left-hand side of your screen as all of this was carried out. Patrick Mahomes, of course, taking a huge victory lap as the quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs. Travis Kelsey uh, also had a huge game and was um, part of this big celebration, Um, and so much attention has been given to this team. You're listening live
5: right now to coverage from Fox News uh, on the ground there with local Fox coverage as well. Kansas City Police Department reporting that multiple people have been struck in a shooting for the Chiefs Super Bowl victory parade. Bringing the information as it happens. Happy Valentine's Day. Next dedication, Ryan.
4: This is called In Spite of Ourselves. It's from Mike G. He said, I'm dedicating this to my wife in spite of everything that they've been through, just like we all do in all our relationships. In spite of ourselves, this is John Prine
9: from
1: Mike G.
4: to his
9: wife.
1: Call from mom.
0: Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
4: Here's yep. the thing. This song is dedicated from Hunter, I guess to his wife, but all he said was, because my wife. <laughs> so I don't know if he has trouble getting her to call him. I don't know. I, I don't know, but it's Call Me Maybe by Carly Rae
5: Thank Jepson. you, Hunter. We appreciate that, Hunter, a very loyal listener, and watcher on the YouTube stream. Um, It is Valentine's Day. We are acknowledging that. It's also Ash Wednesday. Happy Ash Wednesday to those who are recognizing that day. Uh, But we want to get to the news of the moment right now. The Kansas City Chiefs were holding their championship, Super Bowl championship parade today in Kansas City. And we are very sad to report that multiple multiple people have been struck in a shooting at this parade. Let's get to the
6: latest details from a local reporter. Uh, Jeff Paul has some more information for us uh, from the Bureau as he looks at the timeline of how this unfolded. Jeff?
7: Yeah, Martha, so according to Kansas City Police, shots were fired west of Union Station near the garage. Multiple people were struck, according to Kansas City Police. It took two armed people into custody, and this was around roughly 2.13 local time, 3.13 Eastern, Kansas City Police say Everyone from inside Union Station right there. They've been released, so that's why you're seeing on the screen there's some people walking away, obviously wearing Chiefs gear, Chiefs jerseys. Uh, Again, shots were fired west of Union Station. And this was at the very end of the Kansas City Chiefs parade and the ongoing rally after where you see all those players getting up on stage, talking about their feelings, talking about what it means to them to do this for this city. Um, you know, we'd also know at 3:07 Eastern and 2:07 local time that Kansas City police uh, said that they were trying to determine exactly how many victims they had. I should also mention, I want to circle back, Martha, about uh, about open carry or carrying a firearm in Missouri. Under Missouri law, it is not a crime to open carry a weapon into any place uh, where carry is prohibited, except for a church, school, bus. Uh, or onto the grounds of a school function. I don't believe any of these would fall under that. They might have had some other sort of uh, law set up for a big parade, but you gotta imagine all these people, Martha, coming into an area all crammed together. You can't search every single person. You just don't know who's got what. Um, Understandably a nightmare scenario right now for all the first responders out there and for the fans who are just trying to uh, enjoy what has been an incredible season.
6: Jeff, any anything that you're seeing yet? I'm looking myself at the same time um, in in terms of when we may hear something from from the police.
7: Yeah, I think that's the thing everyone's waiting for. But I'm sure because this has happened uh, just moments ago and there are so many people out there that they're uh, trying to get to safety and understand. I mean, it's going to take some time before they can really tell us or even for them to understand exactly what's happened, where it's happened, who's most impacted. I think for the first responders out there, their first priority is getting anyone who might be injured uh, to safety. Um, mm-hmm. From an enforcement standpoint, you, you wanna find the person who's responsible for this. And as Paul mentioned, so many people there, you wanna figure out exactly what type of event this is. Is this, was this some sort of domestic thing? Was this just celebratory gunfire that went sideways? Was this, Uh, a mass shooting event. I mean, these are all things that they're putting together. But Martha, as you pointed out, you look at the crowd, you look at the demeanor, really tells a lot. You don't see people running around. Um, It it seems somewhat relaxed Mm -hmm. in a situation like this. So we'll really, uh, we'll have to pay attention to see what's next.
6: Yeah, um, Jeff, thank you very much. So the latest that we're seeing from the the Kansas City Police, while you were just telling us that Jeff, they say we request witnesses to the shooting to please go to the southwest corner of Pershing and Marin uh, as they try to gather information about what happened here. And they also, as recently as 15 minutes ago, they were asking people to leave the area as quickly and safely as possible to facilitate the treatment of the shooting victims. Please avoid the Union Station parking garage area to allow the first responders to get through. So, I mean, it certainly sounds like they're tending to some... Um, some real injuries here and obviously very concerned about uh, making sure that they can get help to the people that, uh, that have been injured here. So, you know, it looks like the area, Paul, if, if you're still with us, you know, was cordoned off. So they, you know, they've, they've isolated the area where they're carrying out the work that has to be done. And what we're seeing here on the outside are people kind of milling around and you can see a police perimeter that has been set up around this Union Station area, Paul.
9: Yeah, so this seems to have transitioned into investigation very quickly, which does argue that maybe the two characters that they have are, in fact, involved. Uh, You know, some of the facts here are starting to coalesce for us. It does sound like we have some victims, so this is beginning to sound less like celebratory gunfire and some sort of a beef. It could be uh, some gang thing where, you know, people are flying different colors, could be as prosaic as somebody bumped into somebody in a heavy crowd and, uh, you know, words were exchanged. So at this point, we are just speculating. But now that we are seeing them lock the situation down, they're asking for witnesses. They have uh, two pieces that they're holding on to, but they don't seem to be releasing. Um, I think that, you know, they're well into the investigatory part of this. They're going to get the victims out there. Hopefully they already are. Um, But it does at least seem like it's calm. Um, and right now, they are going to be doing all the things that detectives do. You know, they're going to be questioning people. They're going to be looking for video. And then later on, depending on how it goes, and look, to be honest, generally, you get one, you get them all. I mean, that's just a fact. You know, you're going to get most of the people that were involved. You can have one that was involved because you can work from there. Um, if they don't have that, you know, then they're going to have to get a little bit more clever, do some digital stuff. But it does look like with all of the security they likely had, I'm sure there were a lot of cops out there. It looks like they transitioned into what they needed to do quite quickly. And we'll just have to see how it develops.
6: Um, Exactly. Uh, I just want to. So a minute ago, the Kansas City police put this out on their X account um, asking they, they have children that they need to reunify with families or guardians. It says, remember the reunification stations in the area are at 2301 Main and inside the main entrance of Union Station. They say, we still have several needing reunification. Contact the officer nearest you for reunification information, which is um, obviously a very unsettling situation for any of these kids who are um, looking to, to find their, their, par- their parents, uh, the people they came with, in the middle of all this chaos, Paul.
9: Yeah, I'm sure it is. You know, and right now, one of the things that's uh, really uh, a major concern is to keep the communication flowing in a coherent way, because the tendency among the police is to run towards the gunshots. Everybody wants to help. That's just in the DNA of the police. But sometimes that's always not the best thing. And now, as they try to lock down the situation and and, and order it and have an orderly response, it's going to be a lot less important to run to the scene and a lot more important to do the kind of thing you're talking about, set up a reunification uh, center, get a phone number that people can call, track those leads. You know, in a crowd, a lot of people see a lot of things. And sometimes something people see that they don't think is important ultimately ends up being very important. Somebody may be far from the scene who is adjusting their waistband and you glimpse a gun, for instance. Um, You know, think of uh, some of the the first uh, trade center attack for instance, you know, they, they uh, the perps returned the van uh, being they wanted their uh, deposit back. And, they you know, they they knew to look out for this, and that's what led to their capture. So it can be something very minute that actually leads you in the right direction. And that's one of the things they're going to be looking to do now is to set up some sort of a system to intake leads, vet the clues, and uh, to make sure that the innocents are uh, taken care of, whether they're wounded or just lost children or people who just want to know where their loved ones are
6: absolutely uh just to get everyone up to speed here at noon today there was a joyous celebration you see part of that in the video that's on the left hand side of your screen right now where the kansas city chiefs were welcome home welcomed home as heroes victorious in the Super Bowl on Sunday night over the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, You can see the usual scene, these buses, um, open-top buses carrying the members of the team, um, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, all welcomed home as huge heroes in Kansas City on an absolutely beautiful February afternoon. Um, But after the parade, or as it was winding down, we're trying to figure out the exact timeline here, but approximately about 35, 40 minutes ago, um, the Kansas City police started reporting that there were Shots fired in the area of Union Square, which is exactly where you're looking at on the on both sides of your screen, actually now. And on the right-hand side of your screen, you're seeing a line of Kansas City Fire Department ambulances that are set up. Um, and there have been reports that they are tending to people who were who were shot, and that there were multiple injuries. We don't have any more information in terms of how many people were shot or the extent of those injuries. There are reports that two people were taken into custody. We don't know if um, those are actually the people who fired these shots or if um, there are more that they're looking for. We don't have any update on that. We can tell that there's been a perimeter that has been set up. You can see pieces of that here in a very wide area around the outside of Union Station um, and we know that one of the pinch points here was clearly the, the garage entrance to Union Station. Um, we have had reports that witnesses, they're asking witnesses to go to the corner of Pershing and Main, the southeast corner of Pershing and Maine. They're also identifying an area where children can reunite with the people who brought them to the event at 2301 Maine and inside the main entrance of Union Station. So this is obviously a volatile situation as we wait for more information. You can see an enormous police presence on the ground. And Paul, you know, I mean, we have heard, uh, I mean, you know, we, we have no idea uh, the nature of this event at this point, but obviously at all of these things, the Super Bowl and the Super Bowl parade, given just the general environment, threat environment around the country, um, you're going to have a huge police presence at an event like this, Paul. They're going to be looking and waiting and hoping that something like this doesn't happen, but certainly prepared for it, right?
9: Absolutely. Um, you know, having been in the middle of uh, dozens and dozens of these sorts of things, they're planned like a military operation, and it can be quite impressive. You have to allow for multiple shifts of police officers, people getting their breaks to come back, another shift coming on, making sure you have communications set up. And you always plan for the worst. And one of the things that's going on now is all of that muscle memory is clicking into place. And I think that's why it does seem to be a fairly stable scene. Looks like the uh, the, the police here were were prepared for this. I'm sure it was something. As soon as they knew that the um, you know the Chiefs had won the game, that they were probably even before that they were planning. Okay, if they win, um, you know we're going to have this big parade. We're going to need uh, have to bring in all kinds of people on overtime. It has to all be planned out. There's even the uh, not only the before but the after. Um, you know, an event like this to get everybody out of there safely, so people don't get trans- uh, trampled just because of the size of the crowds. And there's a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes that people don't realize. There's logistics. You need support, and there's the media piece. One of the things that's going on now, I can tell you that we don't see, is there are the uh, media folks of the PD there trying to get in touch with, let's say, the hospital so that they're giving out accurate information, but they don't want to give out information until loved ones are contacted. Mm. But they know that folks like Fox News want to get answers because people deserve answers. So they're leveraging all of their media contacts to try to get it right. The main thing you don't want to do is get it wrong or to undercut any of the families. And that is a whole other prong to this thing. And at the same time, all the detectives are coming in. The chief of detectives, I'm sure, is on scene He's organizing this whole thing. Now you're going to have to bring in people to to grab the uh, shells and pull the video. So there are multiple, multiple facets of any police department that have to be employed in a situation like this. The whole thing starts to synchronize and move forward like a big machine. And in a perfect world, it it goes well. And it looks like it's going well here. They do have two people. Um, they certainly seem to have enough personnel there, so again we're going to have to just wait and see how it shakes out. but um you know we just all can do we can pray for the two victims and and hope that it all goes uh, you know right in the end
6: yeah I'm still waiting for you know numbers on um, how many people may have been injured, and we're watching on the right hand side here um, one person was just an ambulance they were conscious um, but clearly uh suffered some kind of um, some kind of injury from this event. And uh, we saw another man who was being taken off on a golf cart. So there's a lot of people, it appears, who are impacted in one way or the other. And as you point out, Paul, some of that can be the chaos uh, in the in the heat of the moments after the shooting as people try to try to get out of there, right?
5: So we are listening right now to live coverage from Fox News. They've been dipping into local coverage in Kansas City. Shots fired after the uh, Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl victory parade Towards the tail end of the parade is what we are reading. Um, There are lots of reports coming, uh, unverified reports on Twitter uh, regarding what's going on in Kansas City. But we're going to make sure that we get the right information when we report it here. But we are covering it. So uh, keep it here. Mark Reardon will certainly be watching this story to give you any details as Uh, They develop. So we're going to take a quick break here. We're going to continue to search for facts that we can report to you on the uh, news, breaking news of multiple people that are struck in a shooting. The Kansas City Chiefs uh, Victory Parade. We will be back in just a minute. Uh, It's Valentine's Day. We're doing dedications today. Ryan, this song out to whom?
4: This one goes out to Debbie from one of our regular listeners. The Colonel says it's from the My Fair Lady soundtrack on the street where you...
1: You could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. On the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest.
5: Welcome back to the Annie Fry Show. Um, We are, let's listen into this real quick here uh, on Fox News. Sorry, we had said we weren't going to do this, but I want to listen in. A mom and daughter who are at the parade speaking on Fox.
6: What do you think happened to them?
3: Uh, we didn't see the these people fall to the ground. This lady that I was talking to when yeah. I asked what had happened. Um, she had said that they were standing just right over, not very far from us. and uh, when we she heard the my daughter heard the pop noise or whatever. Um, yeah, the lady said the guy just dropped right next to her.
6: Yeah. Um, Amanda, you know, obviously this is a a very frightening situation and, you know, we're, we're getting reports that eight to 10 people were injured. Do you or anybody that you were there with have any sense of what started all of this, whether it was people who were at the parade or whether it was is there any sense from from the crowd that you were in of what was going on? I'm not really we we really didn't have a, any idea what led up
3: to that. my understanding was I don't think it was an altercation or anything mm-hmm. between anybody. I believe that it was uh, that I had just heard actually that they had two people in custody or two suspects in custody so mm-hmm. there's it seems to be just a a shooting <laughs> I think they were checking buildings or looking through the What kind of came
6: up, came to this reasoning why they did this. So tell
5: me. We're listening to Fox News uh, right now. This is a live coverage from a shooting incident that took place at the Super Bowl parade. Uh, Towards the end of the parade, as reports have identified the timing of this. And Martha McCallum did did just report eight to ten people. Yes. Um, I've seen those reports, but it's, you know, I I think people are listening to scanners. Mm Mm-hmm. And you can hear stuff on a scanner and that information can change. Yeah. yeah so um, they find out. Mark Reardon is on it and he is going to have all the coverage that you expect um, from your news leader here in, in St. Louis as we cover this from our sister city, Kansas city across, uh, across the state. It's very sad to hear this. And you, you can't really see something like this happen. I mean, it's, is it shocking? It's shocking. I will say, yes, it's shocking, but, You drop your shoulders, you hang your head, and it's another instance. And it's very difficult to see an event like this before something like this happens and not think, gosh, there are a lot of people here.
6: Yeah,
4: a lot of people there. And I think you and I both said from watching the coverage, man, this looks like St. Louis. You know, the city, we, the, the city, yeah, the, the, the city, setting
5: of of all the coverage,
4: right where this is happening, where all of the the ambulances are, the police are right now. It just looks a lot like St. Louis. I mean, this is why uh, you know everybody's been rooting for the Chiefs is because it's so close to home. This looks very, very close to home as you watch the coverage. And we've said before, people listening right now, probably there's a high likelihood that that people listening could know people who are at that parade right now because it's that close. Yeah. Uh, So that's why we're all kind of keeping two eyes glued to this because we want to know what
5: happened.
4: Uh. It says, so the the Kansas City Star is saying that two two armed people have been detained. Well, it's Missouri. Um, But again, that doesn't mean that they're the shooters. It just says that they're two armed people. Mm-hmm. So we we don't know.
5: You can be armed in Missouri.
4: Yes, exactly.
2: Fox News also put on the Chiron that the FBI had a presence there and they're ins- assisting on this investigation.
5: You know, I saw some reaction on Twitter and they were like, the FBI is here. Why is the FBI here? Folks, the FBI because is here. Always- because of this. <laughs> well, the <laughs> yeah. FBI, it, you want the FBI there. The FBI is always there. (laughs) I I noticed some instances on some video clips that were like firsthand uh, experiences that had been uploaded to Twitter. And they're showing the police all rushing into Union Station. And with them are several people in plain clothes and a chief's jerseys rushing in with them. And it's like, what are those guys doing? Well, they're undercover.
4: Yeah, exactly.
5: And you want them to be.
4: Well, this is why they're there is in case of something like this. This is the purpose of having law enforcement there. To weed out things like this, just in case they happen, and most of the time they don't happen. Yeah, in this case it did.
5: We had a a, a great show today, and we appreciate everybody who sent in their dedications for Valentine's Day. It is still Valentine's Day, and we've been acknowledging that throughout the course of the show. We did have the opportunity to speak with Missouri's Seventh District Representative Chairman Jason Smith about that Bobolinsky hearing that he was able to uh, sit in yesterday, and really interesting conversations that he was allowed uh, allowing us to take. A little listen into his experience of being there yesterday. So please check the Andy Fry Show podcast if you missed it and share it with your friends if you know people who would be interested in hearing it. The YouTube live chat poll for today. Has your opinion of Valentine's Day evolved over time? Uh, Mine certainly has. Ryan, you've said yes.
4: Enough to say yes. Brad? Yes.
5: 56% said yes as well. It's not everybody. No,
4: it's about half a little
5: bit of a majority. Uh, keep it right here for the latest in that shooting at the Kansas City Chiefs Victory Parade in Kansas City. The Mark Reardon Show coming here in just a few minutes.
9: Get more
0: at 971Talk.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the name your price tool from Progressive.